Before dawn on April 26, 1865, a detachment of the 16th New York Volunteer Cavalry found John Wilkes Booth holed up in a Virginia tobacco barn. When he assassinated Abraham Lincoln two weeks earlier, Booth had fully expected to be cheered for ridding the land of a tyrant. Instead, he'd found himself on the lamb, hunted and hated, with a bounty on his head. The soldiers of the 16th surrounded the tobacco barn and ordered Booth to come out. When he refused, they set the barn on fire. They were under strict orders from Secretary of War Edwin Stanton to take Booth alive so he could stand trial. But one man who rode with the 16th answered to a higher authority, Sergeant Thomas Boston Corbett. Born in London in 1832, Corbett had come to America with his family as a boy. In Troy, New York, he worked as a hatter, during which time it's likely that he contracted mercury poisoning, which caused his mental problems. The felt for hats was dipped in a mercury solution that accumulated in the workers over time. Dementia among them was common enough to give rise to the saying, mad as a hatter. Another contributing factor to Corbett's mental unease was the death of his wife and child in childbirth. After that, as biographical sketch from 1914 put it, he became despondent and a victim of the cup. He found relief in evangelical Christianity. A bank panic and sharp recession hit Wall Street in 1857. In their dismay, many men of the city's financial district turned to God, crowding into daily prayer meetings. Corbett, who was living in the city then, came to the meetings and made the staid businessmen uncomfortable with his enthusiastic shouts of Amen and Glory to God. By 1858, he had moved to Boston. He took the city's name as his own, grew his hair long in imitation of Jesus, and became a street corner evangelist. One day, after being approached by a prostitute, he went to his room in a boarding house and castrated himself with a pair of scissors so that he could avoid forever the temptations of the flesh. When the Civil War broke out in 1861, he signed up with the 12th New York Militia. Carrying his Bible with him everywhere, he made himself a nuisance as he ranted as his fellow soldiers and even superior officers about their ungodly speech and actions. He was court-martialed, but re-enlisted and was serving with the 16th Cavalry when he was taken prisoner in 1864. He nearly died of scurvy and starvation in the infamous Andersonville Prison in Georgia before being released in a prisoner exchange. On the morning of April 26th, Sergeant Corbett aimed a Colt pistol through a crack in the tobacco barn wall and, flagrantly disobeying orders, shot John Wilkes in the neck behind the ear. He later told the New York Times that, It seemed to me that God had directed it for apparently it was just where he had shot the president. Booth was dragged from the burning barn and died shortly after. The officers on the scene arrested Corbett, 
Secretary Stanton was livid with him, but Corbett was hailed as a hero throughout the North, and Stanton bowed to public sentiment. The rebel is dead, he said in pardoning Corbett. The patriot lives. Corbett returned to New York City, where he was feted as an avenging angel, had his portrait done by Matthew Brady, then went back to his evangelizing. Over the next decade, his mental state deteriorated further. He wandered restlessly from one place to another, made increasingly paranoid by threatening mail from diehard Confederates. In the 1880s, working as a doorman for the Kansas State Legislature, he pulled a gun on legislators he may have believed were mocking God. He was confined to an insane asylum in Topeka, but escaped. No one knows where he went from there. Like Elvis, there were sightings of him in various places for many years. It's possible he went to Mexico to live out his final years in quiet obscurity. Another theory puts him in Minnesota, where he may have perished in the Great Hinckley Fire of 1894. We may never know. <laughs>